Welcome to another episode of Season 4, Pages Lessons. If you identify as someone who is ambitious, curious about life, and is a badass, you've come to the right place. This mini-series is specifically dedicated toward helping you explore your own unique healing journey. As a board-certified life coach, I made it my life's work to encourage and guide my clients to build a dream lifestyle and overcome any obstacles so they can feel more aligned with their most authentic self. As this season is titled, The Power of Healing, in just one year alone, I personally have participated in several different modalities beyond talk therapy that have truly transformed my life, and I can't wait to share them with you. In every episode, I will interview an expert that is a master of their craft, and they will break down a specific way to heal through their unique services. As a mental health advocate, I'm so excited to have these conversations that will bring you closer to optimal health and well-being. Together, we will discover how we define healing, what does healing actually look like, and feel like into practice. Make sure to listen to all the episodes of this season, stay open-minded, and remember, healing is a process, not an event. If we can take one step at a time, one feeling at a time, we'll walk through this discomfort and into the rest of our lives. Hi, Molly. Hello. How are you? Fabulous. I really love this is the first time and only time I've ever had a guest in person. It's really exciting. Is this is this how it, it used to be in the day? I, I mean, I think that definitely some people still or have done <laughs> in-person podcasts. I just, yeah, everything's just so online nowadays that I'm like, is this a thing? Do people right? meet in person anymore? I know. I know. Everyone's gotten used to the Zoom. But I mean, we both live in California. So mm-hmm. why the hell not exactly. do it in person? I exactly. think it feels really good and like natural. It does. It does. And, you know, I love the, the how the dynamic changes when you can be in person. That's it's so like- true versus just behind a screen. And yeah, cool. So I'm, I'm stoked that you're here in my in my home and we're chatting today about healing and before we get into our conversation i already did a little blurb about you and about you know your bio but just tell the listeners a little bit about who you are maybe what you like to do for fun sure sure so my name is molly and um i am a practitioner of a lot of different modalities i really love working with human design Um, And I also really love educating about water. So these are the two things, kind of the main focus of this podcast. Um, In general, what I like to do for fun, you know, the typical hanging out with friends. I love spending time outside. And um, but for the most part, like what I love is what I do. So I spend a lot of my time getting to connect with people over human design and water and these modalities of self-empowerment and healing. Beautiful. I love that. And I what I ask every guest this question. Um, so go as far as you want. But what was one dream you had for yourself as a kid? Uh, I want as a kid, I wanted to save the rainforest. There's like this very specific point in time around like fifth and sixth grade. <laughs> I like started recycling program at my school and, you know, did, there was a lot of like learning around that time period about specifically the Amazon. But I feel that that was, you know, part of the journey of the connection to earth that we all have. And this, this like love for um, giving back to the earth that we 
get to co-create with. Oh my god, that's so beautiful. I also was like, that's also probably just millennial shit, but just heavily focused on why the fuck are people fucking with the rainforest? And I like the obsession (laughs) of toucans began. I just loved drawing toucans and I just wanted to be in the rainforest. Mm -hmm. And I had a mural painted on my wall of the rainforest. Did you have, um, at your, where you grew up, did you have a rainforest cafe, that restaurant? No, but I did have the experience of going to them. Like at Disney world. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Just the environment of even just being, it was very peaceful, you know, Mm -hmm. just tropical Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. magical and, so how, what would you tell your little kid self now about that dream? And uh, Like stay the line, like keep, yeah. keep doing what I'm doing, you know, and like, yeah, feed the fire of that passion. Mm, beautiful. So my goal for this season is to educate the listeners more on how we define healing. What does healing actually look like and feel like into practice? The mm. more I'm interviewing different experts um, on this season, you know, we all have different journeys, obviously, but also different definitions. And so I think it's really important to have a conversation on healing because it's such a trigger word, I think, especially in the self-help, self-development world. Mm. And it could bring up a lot of different things. And so I kind of want to debunk some myths around healing, especially the you have you have to be broken or you are broken so you have to heal right let's kind of like problem solution kind of thing so anyway um today we're talking about two different things that we're going to integrate that you're passionate about that you're an enthusiast of and you have expertise in which is water and human design and so I think this episode, we're really just going to flow, let go and flow Mm -hmm. as of water Mm -hmm. and also share. And so just share how it blends. And that's just kind of like who you are and your makeup right now. Mm -hmm. Um, So let's maybe first start with the the conversation of healing. So how do you define healing? Mm, That's such a good question. It's definitely changed over the course of my life, over the course of my journey with healing Um, I came from a space of like doing social work and counseling and more of a, um, more mainstream approach to healing in, at least it was mainstream in my world at that time. Um, and then have kind of gone on a journey that has taken me healing inward, kind of more of like explored a lot of like spiritual healing modalities. Reiki has come into my world. And then um, coming, kind of bringing it around to like where I'm at now, I really see healing as this aligning with myself. It's an alignment with my journey that brings me to this moment. So there, because healing, like there's, there is the, the shadow work and the, the part that, the part that hurts, like, you know, the part that makes us label it healing. Right. But then there's also the, the surrender into the everything is okay right now and I have the tools and the resources in this moment to move me forward and that's why I love working with people um you know who are already on their healing journeys and who already recognize the power of sitting with themselves and know that they have that power within themselves right and that's that's why I work with human design right now is this um 
I love seeing it as this like permission slip to be your fullest self. It's like this, you know, you, you get like a quantum confirmation of who you've always been. And it has really shifted how I view healing. Cause at one point in time, I kind of got stuck in a loop of thinking I need to like go back and find the things that I needed to heal to be able to move forward kind of thing. Um, instead of, this surrender into the moment and this into like being present with the power that we each have right now and being able to move forward in that. Wow. That's a lot to unpack. And it's, (laughs) it's so beautiful though. I love just like your free flow of how you speak. (laughs) Um, It just makes sense to me. And you touched on a lot of good things, right? I heard alignment, surrender, permission slip, I mean, all very like open, accepting words that I think, I mean, I think people that know nothing about human design, which is what I kind of want to get into Mm -hmm. and how it changed my life. Right. And, you know, a huge reason why you're on the show, not only because you know your shit, but you're also my friend. You introduced me to both of these things. I would not really have gone into this path without you. So I think let's maybe start with how human design can be a form of healing, Mm -hmm. or at least, um, you know, a tool or a methodology, um, not methodology, a a modality, if you will, um, of like, how can human design be healing? But I guess before we get into it, what is it? What is human design? That's a really great place to start. Okay, so human design is a synthesis system that combines ancient wisdoms with modern sciences. So it takes um, parts of astrology, the I Ching, um, the Hindu Brahman chakra system, combines it with quantum physics, biology, chemistry, genetics, and using your birth information gives you a genetic blueprint of how life force energy moves through your body, your form uniquely. And because we can see the way energy is moving through your body, um, there's a lot of layers of where we can meet your you in your healing journey or in your, your path of alignment, right? So, so human design can be utilized in a lot of different ways. People integrate it and into their practice in a lot of different ways. Um, I, at least right now in this part of my journey, I've been experimenting. I've been in my human design experiment. So let me take a step back. So when I say in my human design experiment, um, that means that once I found this information, I got a session with someone um, and I got what's called my strategy and authority. And I started experimenting with listening to my strategy and authority, right? So that has been about three years. And <laughs> and that's where, like, I've seen, I've been through a lot of healing transformations in that journey with that experiment, right? And that's where I meet people and my clients and people I work with are are people who come to this knowledge and feel that call to experiment it, experiment with learning about what it means for themselves and how it can integrate within their lives. Yeah. Like I went on tangents. Did I answer the question? I think, yeah, I think it's, let's just 
call a spade a spade. Human design is hella complex. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's not enough time in the day for us to talk about it. Yeah. (laughs) We can't summarize human design (laughs) in one beautiful bow. But to your point of it's a way for you to be yourself. It's a, it's a, it's a blueprint, Mm -hmm. which is a great term. Mm -hmm. It's literally the time and day you were born. It's, it's, it's factual. It's not a, it's not a personality characteristic. It's not a belief system. It's just, this is just what the fuck it is. It's, Mm -hmm. and I, I'm a big metaphor person. So if, you know, I, I remember talking with you about like, you know, like if our body, if is our body is a vehicle, if we're this car, right. And we're trying to separate from what the mind says versus what our body and our inner authority is telling us. Right. I just, I think for someone that's just barely getting information on human design, you touched on your uh, strategy and authority. Mm -hmm. So let's just first just start with that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Tell me more about that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And just to like, Mm-hmm. kind of wrap that up because I love what you said of just like bringing it back around if human design is really complex because that's why I really love working with it because it's a science that's been proven and there's a lot of layers to the science of it and and this system doesn't ask you to believe anything it asks you to experiment with it and apply it to your own life which I just think is super cool and super empowering right and the way that you do that so the only thing that you really need to be able to experiment with that at least on a surface level, is your strategy and authority. And so that's going to come based on your aura type and then this place of consistent life force energy within you that can give you guidance and you can trust to give you guidance, right? And so when we speak of aura types, we all have an aura, right? But they all work differently. There's one, your, your aura type is one of four different aura types, either a generator, projector, manifester, or reflector. And so depending on your aura type, you have a different way of navigating this field, quantum field that we live in, this life that we're living in. You have a different way of navigating it to be aligned with the least amount of resistance, right? Because we're here to live our own unique life on our own journey. And because we're on our own journey, we're not here to, you know, we'll we'll meet obstacles, but we're not here to be overtaken by those obstacles. We have the power to meet what it is that we face. Mm -hmm. So strategy means? So strategy is either, depending on your aura type, the way that you meet life. So for a generator, it's wait to respond. For a projector, it's wait for the invitation. For the manifester, to inform. And then for the reflector, they have. it's really important that they take a lot of time to make big decisions for their life. And so it's like waiting a full lunar cycle for big decisions for them just because of the way that their energy works, right? Mm-hmm. And all of those are keynote phrases based on the science of human design and what that actually means and what that actually looks like is probably a little different than what you think it is when you first hear the term. And so that's what I really like to go into with people when they have sessions with me is like, what does it actually mean to wait for the invitation and why is it actually an empowering thing to know for yourself? 
Yes. <clears throat> when we first met and we got into human design pretty like, I don't know, within like 30 seconds. Um, <laughs> that's just naturally how it happened. And when I heard the term for the first time, wait for the invitation, I was pissed. Right. I was like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? I get what I want. I'm ambitious. What do you mm -hmm. mean? Mm -hmm. And learning more about it, explaining it, having conversations with you, doing my own research, you know, all the things, looking at my chart. It's a completely different experience now and actually applying to what that really means for me has mm -hmm. changed my life. And so, yeah, based on your aura type, your strategy is going to change. It's going to be different. But it's so important to talk to someone that is studying this or, you know, if anything, is taking the time to look at your chart very specifically and give you that context. Because if you just Google it, you're screwed. So I highly recommend speaking with some type of expert or enthusiast that is really dedicated to the shit. Yeah, there's definitely, it's interesting because I've been, you know, I still have a lot, you know, of to course, go and learn and whatever, yeah. but like, it's been interesting to kind of observe. There's like different ways that people you utilize this system and over time you kind of start to be able to feel out when and this is kind of like what you can run into online is like kind of the people who have taken the system and applied it to their life kind of like on top of it and then are just kind of utilizing it to make money mm -hmm. and it doesn't feel good. Whereas like there's other people who it's like completely transformed the way that they choose to live their life or like the, the way that they experience life and therefore like that knowledge is uh, transfer transferred like on a cellular level this this knowledge is actually comes from a specific frequency right and so it's really like there's a huge difference between like the embodiment of the knowledge versus um studying the knowledge there's there's a difference and uh, yeah that actually came up in a previous episode of the difference between embodying and just knowledge mm -hmm. that actually came up yeah so and that's one of that's why i love like working with people who are just meeting the system because i'm like you know just you don't need to like go prove yourself that you understand it like you don't need to get lost in all the information because that's something parts of me got lost in the beginning or and i've seen what happens when people get lost in that knowledge like you're saying that you spoke about on the other podcast is like they, you get lost in your head, but they, you forget the embodiment of the knowledge. That's why it's like the knowledge comes when you follow your strategy and authority, right? So we started with the strategy, um, depending on your aura type. Your authority is, a, is going to be that place within you that you can make your decisions from, right? But there's, depending on what you have consistently defined in your chart or not, that's going to uh, decide what is your inner authority. Right. So someone who has a defined what we call a defined solar plexus and is going to be an emotional authority, the way that they experience life and approach life is a really uh, different experience than someone who has an undefined solar plexus. Right. And all of these things like I, I'm trying to stay kind of general because that's the beauty of this system is like there's so much specificity and so much that you can pull from each person's chart. Right. That. Um, 
you know, you start like making too many generalizations about it and you lose the the magic Mm -hmm. in my perspective. Yeah. And I think, I mean, as a six two splenic projector, just talking about the projector side, my goal, my mission, I don't know, is to study a system Mm. and become a master Mm -hmm. so that I could be recognized for that system and wait for those invitations um, to then share my knowledge and help and guide others, right? So I think for me, that's been a challenge as a projector is getting too caught into sometimes the system or studying so fucking much which is good. You know, I'm, I'm studying if I'm passionate about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then if I'm getting too much in my head, like you said, the magic's kind of gone. And then I'm not really listening to, so my authority is my spleen. And um, yeah, I'm not, I, I, I battle between my spleen and my brain. And for those that don't know, at least for my experience, my spleen is very similar to I kind of relate it to just, you know, like God speaking to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a conversation I have like with my higher power, but it's very, and it's a whisper. It's very short. Mm-hmm. It's very instinctual. It's survival. It's very quick. It's, it's a yes or no. And it won't come up again. It's either, it's a one time deal where I have this quick, is this right for me? And it's like, yep, nope. And then that's it. I can't ask again. It's only a one-time thing. So anyway, just your, my spleen, it always knows. And if I choose not to listen to it, then I deal with the consequences later. And that's been a journey in itself. But Well, and that's like, that's the magic of entering your own experiment, right? Because we all have that, you know, we all have this battle, you know, especially if you're called to this modality. You start like the experiment is really like, being with the parts of your mind that argue when your spleen says that, you know, for me, my inner authority is my sacral. So like there have been times where my sacral will light up and respond, you know, affirmative or negative to something. And my mind is like in the back seat being like, what, what? <laughs> like, I didn't, I'm not, I can't do that. You know, whatever, fill in the blank. But that's, that's what like, this is about like listening, it, ultimately, it all comes back to listening to the in, innate intelligence that is within our bodies. We all are. And that's kind of like where water kind of ties into it too, right? Because on a molecular, you know, I, this is for me on my journey, but not everyone obviously correlates the two. But I love human design and working with human design, because it's all about empowering the innate intelligence that's within your body. And then that for me ties into water because we are made of water. We are 99% water at a molecular level, right? By like weight, it's normally about 70% depending on how old you are and all of these things. But on a molecular level, we're 99% water. So we really are the intelligence of water, right? And then, and, and that's also for me, is just very empowering and really beautiful, very also spiritual, right? And healing to recognize how, you know, I am water, you are water, and this earth is, you know, covered in water. There's, it really brings a solidity and also liquid connection to the world, right? In recognizing how we are all connected on this water level. 
Yeah. And I think with human design and going just back to the theme Mm -hmm. of healing here and for me having the information of my chart and then asking you and being curious and talking to other enthusiasts that also love human design, like being surrounded by people that also speak the language has been really helpful. Mm-hmm. And just for me in general, um, making themes and patterns and making sense. And yeah. as a projector, like mm-hmm. learning about the other is how mm-hmm. I learn more about myself. So the more I've been exposed to different, even projectors, which has been so hilarious after I learned that I am this aura type, I can name like so many on my hand of other projectors I'm already friends with Mm -hmm. that I didn't Mm -hmm. even, we didn't even know. They didn't even know. So it's funny how we just like attract each other Mm -hmm. because we see each other. Mm -hmm. And so it was just really, it's, it's funny how that works out of like, oh, wow. Like no wonder my, one of my, like, like my best friends are also projectors. But then I learned not all projectors are the same. (laughs) Every single human, we're all different. We all have different Mm -hmm. fingerprints. Mm -hmm. Same goes for the blueprint of your human design and learning about, I'm not, we're not going to get into all the things, but learning about the defined and undefined centers, the channels, the gates, there's so much information. So I really recommend, I really encourage you if any of this sounds interesting or you've heard about this before, like I really encourage you exploring getting your chart read um, because it's so fucking validating. And so bringing it back to healing, I think you kind of touched on, right? Of like validating yourself, Mm -hmm. accepting yourself for Mm -hmm. who you are. Mm -hmm. Going back to the term permission slip. That is what human design is. And also to that other coin, limitations. Now, when I think originally of limitations, it's like, no, fuck that. Like, there is no limit. I can do anything. It's not necessarily like you're limited of like your ambitions and goals, but it's just the more I know about myself, it's boundaries, Mm -hmm. right? Like I know within myself, I I can only give so much of my time, my energy, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So I'm limited in that way of what I choose to give my energy to and receive, mm-hmm. uh, give and receive. Mm-hmm. So that part is limited. But um, if I'm still lit up about something, I'm going to fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's so cool that you bring in like the word limitations because that's what's really cool and interesting, unique because human design will give you like the limitations of your form, right? Because and the way I see it is like in order, like you're saying, like in order to, no, like you have to have your limitations are the best foundation for you, right? Because you want to build an expansive life off of a self acceptance for who you are and who you came to be, mm-hmm. right? And there's like this, um, like part parts of us might be like, no, I can be anything. Don't tell me what I can't be. But honestly, it's really nice, like to have like certain things that it's like, oh no, like I didn't come here for that. So I can be a lot easier on myself about that stuff. Like I don't need to, you know, there were, there were a lot of things that I had taken on over the course of my life as just a part of who I thought I had to be and therefore was not, was failing to measure up to be that, you know? 
And, and then like the human design came in and really flipped that on its head um, in a lot of ways. It's so good to bring it back to with healing, mm-hmm. knowing about yourself, validating yourself and telling yeah. societal pressures to go fuck themselves. Exactly. And that's why like I love like looking at people's charts and stuff because you can start pulling out different soft spots where they're like more vulnerable to certain types of conditioning based on what's defined or undefined in their chart. And then like what I've noticed is with awareness and acceptance, like it melts, it transforms. Like that's where there's this like flow and, and healing that can happen even like in a quantum healing experience, right? Where their love, acceptance, like that can change and does change our experience of our life. Absolutely. And so for your services and you, when you're reading others' charts, you actually provide an ebook that's very customized. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um so once someone meets with you, you read your they, their chart and everything, you do have this this ebook. Um, share a little bit about that. Yeah, sure. So when after someone has a session with me, I just I have a little personalized ebook that I create, and it's basically a compilation of different information, um, like concepts from human design from the human design system that are really helpful when you're just starting out. So like it's, you know, right now it's about 30 pages or so. I'm sure it'll grow or change, you know, ebb and flow as I continue to learn um, and, and work with more people. But yeah, it's thus far like a compilation of things that I've found to be really helpful and, and enjoy connecting people with this information at the beginning of their experiment to kind of like help them navigate. Cause like we were talking about earlier, there's so much information that you can find about the system online. Sometimes it's nice to have like, here's like the foundations, here's the basic starting place, take a little bit in of this right now and then go experiment. Right. Cause then we, if we don't actually go experiment, then it doesn't embody. And then it just gets lost up in this, like the mind thing that we were talking about where it's like, it's knowledge, but it's not, embodied information Mm -hmm. and so i enjoy working with people when it's this like embodied information yeah yeah i love that and i've also had a um a personalized i mean that's what you created for me was this ebook and i'm just super grateful for how tailored you made it and it's just very to the point and obviously if I have more questions I could reach out to you and connect but I think this is a good transition because you do have in that section Mm. a little bit about water I mean water has been present in so many ways throughout my life right but at this around the same time that I committed to my human design journey um something called living water also entered my life and um that it that has also been very transformational right because i didn't really have much context about tap water or especially like tap water in california like i've since learned how california is at the end of the water table and so like we are there's a lot of build up things that have built up in the water by the time it gets to our faucets right um 
And so what I started to learn is that not all water is the same. I was coming from a, an understanding that H2O is H2O, right? That's what I learned. That's, you know, a bottle of water is a bottle of water and I'm grateful for it, which is still true. Um, however, I've also learned that uh, not all water is the same. And actually, it's not all even structured as H2O. There's a lot more water science than what we've ever been taught about at school in school. And um, so basically, I started drinking what I call living water. And the reason that it's living is because it has active molecular hydrogen in the water. And active molecular hydrogen is na nature's antioxidant. So this water is super anti-oxidizing, anti-aging, anti-inflammatory. And these, because of those properties, it can help your body realign with its own healing, right? Because our bodies are meant to heal. Our bodies are programmed to heal, right? You get a you get a scrape and then you take care of it and it gets better, right? So this, but sometimes our bodies don't have the actual energy to be able to heal themselves. Like sometimes we need the extra support and that support can come from a lot of different ways. I really love this water because water in my perspective is so foundational to your health, right? We are made of water. So the water that you're drinking becomes the water that you are, but not all water is actually hydrating you is something that I've learned. So it's going to depend what, you know, I, I won't go like too deep into the science on this podcast, but basically my water journey has been recognizing that not all waters equal and learning about how our bodies thrive when they're hydrated and finding ways to find our hydration is really powerful. And so, you know, that's one of the things that I've also in bringing design and me just being myself sharing about my experiment and interesting you in design, I've also been sharing this living water with you because that's a way of sharing love, right? And sharing this potent energy. So kind of circling back, the energy is coming from these molecular, the molecular hydrogen. And like I said, it's anti-inflammatory. So these hydrogen ions are the same thing that's giving us these anti-inflammatory experiences when we go um, ground. So I'm not sure how much you or your viewers or listeners have heard about grounding or earthing, but I highly recommend looking up or reaching out to either one of us. There's this YouTube video. It's for free. You can, it, I believe it's called earthing um, or grounding, but it's about the science behind why spending time physically touching the earth is really healthy and healing for you. Um, and it's because of these hydrogen ions. It's the ions that the earth is putting off, that the oceans are putting off, living bodies of water like that. When you go breathe in the ocean air, there's that like life-giving experience like that you feel that sign on a certain scientific level that you're getting energy from the hydrogen ions. And that is what you're getting in living water. So does that kind of yeah make sense? It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's been... Let's do math. Okay. We connected, I would say maybe like 10, 11 months ago, maybe 10, mm -hmm. let's mm -hmm. say 10 months. Mm -hmm. And it was pretty right away of like, that's, that's how long I've been in my experiment at least with just like actually applying strategy and authority. And, um, and at the same time, 
drinking this water, mm-hmm. you know, so grateful for you, the education of it, you literally bringing it to my doorstep. I, I it's already been integrated in my life, like human design and water. <laughs> like I, I know nothing else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. so um, I think for me, it's very because I don't know the science. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. and granted, like I, it's just it's not really my thing anyway to know. Like I believe you, I believe it. Yeah. I, it's more for me. It's it's kind of just like magical. Yes, it's more just like kind of how you put moon water or you charge your crystals, mm-hmm. things like that that people do. It's intention. And so I literally like whisper intentions into this water Mm -hmm. Um, and it's very detoxing Mm -hmm. in general. Like, I mean, hey, it tastes like water. It doesn't taste like, like, it's not like it tastes like anything else, but. I love the taste. Yeah. And I think, I'm sure like over the years and time, like you, your tongue probably can literally taste the difference. I mean, if anything, I could taste the difference of like Dasani. Yeah. Uh-huh. And like, uh-huh. I will never sponsor Dasani. Fuck that shit. <laughs> you know, but they, they add chemicals in there that make you thirsty. Ew. Yeah. That's such a, <laughs> that's a such a of... movie theater thing to do. Let's add salt on the popcorn so they could buy drinks. Well, the whole bottled water industry is, is fucked, is an entire scam. Ugh. Like they actually created it because they started to see that people were moving away from soda because of the health benefits. It was like in the 90s that this happened. Yeah. Perrier was the first company that started advertising bottled water, but then the soda companies got like hopped on oh to God. that and created a market for bottled waters by instilling fear of tap water <gasps> and by paying celebrities to endorse bottled water right and then they started framing it as a healthy alternative to soda so that they could still be making all this money when these companies are actually going and stealing water from communities and then selling it back to them in in bottled water and meanwhile polluting the water sources so like there's i can get really passionate and really deep about water and how changing the water that you drink changes your life and the life of people around you and like so yeah there (laughs) it's huge in the healing of our bodies and our communities and our planet like it's there's this like there are other solutions to this health like that we all deserve access to right but we haven't been educated that drinking bottled water actually dehydrates you on a cellular level and and most bottled water is actually acidic and so it's it's very it's not good for you we want our bodies to be maintaining their correct balance and we need to not be filling ourselves with acidic ingredients you know to be thriving great (laughs) the more you know kids you don't you can't i mean that's the part of this healing journey the more you know again but it's embodiment Mm -hmm. right but the more you know i can't turn a blind eye anymore Mm -hmm. when i enrolled in um, my master's program and learning all the counseling things i literally i cannot go back to any kind of um ignorance of things whether that's with myself or how i view other people Mm -hmm. traumas all the Mm -hmm. things whatever um i i can't turn a blind eye like i just i know too much um and same with knowing about myself right which human design has helped give me some access that level of awareness 
in addition to the other modalities that I have on this uh, season of the other things that mm-hmm. I've explored. Mm-hmm. But yeah, with water, I mean, shit, that's, that's insane. Um, so let's talk about if water is so healing on so many levels, you know, maybe share with me an example of, do you have any like success stories from, you know, clients you've worked with, with this water or like anything, any Mm -hmm. fun, fun shares Mm -hmm. just from this water? Yeah, definitely. So I'm always really careful to not say it's not like the water doesn't have the power, like the water isn't creating the healing, right? It's helping our bodies heal themselves, right? right? Because we never make any claims that anyone can have any experience other than listen to yourself, right? Um, listen to what your body is actually telling you about what you're experiencing. But honestly, it's so beautiful to share this water with people and see like how they can feel the difference in their bodies almost immediately. Or I'll be sharing water at these events and like people just keep coming back for this hydration, like for, you know, you, you start like seeing it in their eyes. Right. And that's just like the surface level stuff. But I've also worked with and I'm in a community of people who have had life changing healing experiences, drink, changing their water where like people who have been facing cancer or different, like one of my good friends, um, her body was dealing with ovarian cysts. And once she started integrating this water, there was nothing else that was like, she shocked her doctors. Like, you know, there, there have been otherwise unexplainable experiences. Right. And I mean, this water also like has this, the company that produces the machines that I work for specifically, like has been around for over 40 years and, is it working in hospitals and things. So there's, there's so many different ways, like depending on how you approach healing. Right. And, you know, some people might be coming from more of like the Western medical perspective. Like there's evident, there's a lot of research around electrolyzed, reduced water and, and molecular hydrogen water and how that can help to transform your health. And then there's also the more like, uh, esoteric like spiritual like we are water and you know the this water has life water is consciousness and just like you're saying the ability to like program your water right and like program it with life and with what you want to be programming yourself like your voice is so powerful the waters of your body are listening the waters that you're drinking are listening no matter what water you're blessed to be sitting with in this moment of time and space like you can speak with that water and and the way that you use your voice and your energy to bless that water does impact the way that you integrate that into your body. Beautiful. Um, briefly share about this machine. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I work for a company that they, they're an original equipment manufacturing company that produces what's called a water ionizer. And I'm an independent distributor for that. So I connect people with these machines that you can hook up to your tap water and they produce, it produces over, it produces seven different types of water with over a hundred different uses. So there's a um, disinfectant water that they actually use in hospitals and um, I use it to clean, you know, disinfect around my house. And I also use it for mouthwash, right? So there, there's another water that is, um, emulsifies oil. So it's an amazing degreaser. So it's great for cleaning the kitchen and it also helps to emulsify oil-based pesticides, right? So it's a really great solution to removing pesticides from our fruits and vegetables. 
there's obviously the drinking waters, which you've been experiencing that I drink and I share with anyone and everyone who's interested. Um, and there, there's a lot of other uses as well um, for these different types of waters. I use the disinfectant water as a mouthwash, which, you know, then I'm divesting from other things. You know, it's like before this machine, I had to buy mouthwash, right? Now I'm not needing to do that. So there's like plastic being, there's just like, there's so much that my energy is no longer going towards because I was able to, I'm able to commune with water in this way. I guess I would put it that way. Beautiful. And yeah, I, I mean, I can't speak more highly of the experience of like just being so grateful for this water. And again, like I, I speak my intentions into it. I, I just feel very cleansed. And I think it's in de- just in general, just like, even if you don't have access to this water, just like being intentional of what you're consuming mm-hmm. um, doesn't mean I'm not doing this whole like eat healthy shit. I don't believe in that. It's literally intention and that everything is energy. Mm-hmm. And it's just, what is my relationship with this thing? Mm-hmm. And so I think with water, just from not knowing the science, not being in your world necessarily, but just like, thank you for sharing it. And me just like feeling nourished and cleansing and detoxing as I'm doing these other um, healing experiences Mm -hmm. throughout my journey. Mm -hmm. So really a lot of great gratitude for that and human design as well um, as it's mixed together. Yeah. And I I like to, you know, they're, they're both, I can meet people in both human design realm and water realm, but I love, at least in this context with this podcast, like kind of starting with the human design because ultimately it's all about your authority, right? And if your inner, if that inner, whatever, if you call it authority or not, you know, I don't care, but like that inner place within you, if it's a yes to this water or a yes to a different water, like that's what I'm going to empower. Like that's what I want is everyone to be on their own unique journeys because then that's how we get to see a new world be built, right? Is if we're all listening to that inner compass that we each have. And, um, and that's like a really cool way to be not like, you know, sharing about water is with this like inherent trust that like, you know, what's right for you. And I knew, know what's right for me. And we're learning as we live life together because those are things are going to keep changing. Yeah. I love that. It's so, it's so integral. Like just, this is, this is what I am lit up about. This is what I respond to, even though I'm not a generator Mm -hmm. and I, that's not, you know, it's not to respond, but I am, I am still responding. You you have wisdom to respond or not to respond, but you just don't have it fixed. Right. In the same way that I do. Right. Yeah. I don't think we actually shared, but I'm a four, six manifesting generator, sacral authority. Right. Yes. Yes. But, and yeah, we didn't even get into profiles or anything like that, but there's so much to cover folks. There really is. So please. So on that, on that token, if people want to connect with you, Molly, what type of services do you offer either water or human design? Definitely. So my services are always evolving because I'm actively in my experiment, listening to my authority um, day by day. But I definitely offer um, one-on-one, I call them cellular integration sessions, which are kind of like a foundational human design reading. It includes that ebook. And um, that's where I'm starting with right now. Um, And I continue to work with people in the water uh, aspect as well. So they can 
me i'll uh i guess in the link in the, in the show notes in the show notes in the show notes um we'll have my human design link as well as um a page where you guys can go to learn more about living water and how you can connect with living water beautiful yeah anywhere else that they if they want to connect with you yeah so it would be those probably the instagram pages either the space to create or the fourth phase of water beautiful and that will be located in the show notes Mm -hmm. well thank Mm -hmm. you so much molly i loved having you i love chatting about this and also learning more about how fucked up the water bottle (laughs) system yeah fucked up things are yeah if you want to learn more about that tapped is the documentary oh okay tapped all right fair enough thanks again molly i love Mm. you so much i really am grateful for you i love you too Well, thank you for your words of wisdom. Thank you to my listeners out there. Remember, every single day provides a lesson. Go out there, dream big, and I'll catch you next week. Take care. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on social media or head over to your favorite podcast platform to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Subscribing and posting a review helps to improve engagement and is essential for the podcast to be discovered by new listeners. Thanks again for listening. And remember, every day provides a lesson. Take care.